Yo, what's going down, James Brown? It's your boy, Easy E, T.H.E, or Eric Renteria, and it's the host with the moist voice coming at you back with another Wake Up Wednesday podcast. So let's get up, let's get active, and let's wake the fuck up with your boy here on another Wake Up Wednesday podcast. Oh, oh God. Okay. <coughs> <coughs> oh god, it's not working. I'm so weak. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Wake Up Wednesday uh, podcast on a Thursday because Eric's late again podcast. Um, <coughs> I can't seem. Oh fuck! Everything's just going to hell. All right. So, what is up? Oh my god, how is it going? How are you doing in your amazing, fascinating world? Is it, is it awesome? Have you been a good boy? I can't with you guys. What is going on, guys? It's another day in paradise. It's your boy. You already know the deal. Um, 2024 is coming at me like a fucking penis to a goddamn drunk blonde. And let me tell you something. It is just... Uh, this is the first cast... Oh, first cast. We're not even a pod anymore. <laughs> this is the first cast. Um, that's solo dolo in a minute. So you guys are gonna get to hear a lot of what I've been going through, a lot of uh, just catching up, you know what I mean? Just catching up, letting you guys know what the deal is, uh, or at least what's going on. Uh, and so right now I got some lo-fi music. I finally am able to say I'm in a comfortable position uh, here in the house. So we moved in two months ago um, and it's been cool. It's been cool, it's been great. You know what I mean? Um, it's just a lot of qualms here and there. Just little, you know, it's living with new people. You know, they're going to have habits. You're going to have habits. You're going to want rules. We agreed on rules. Things don't get followed. And so it's just a big back and forth. But, um, you know, we, we made it through um, the first, the hump. You know what I mean? Getting to know each other and um, setting our boundaries. You know what I mean? And so I think that's a pretty good advice I can give, at least, um, if, if any, <clears throat> if any advice at all, um, you know, I'm not, I'm really not one to take advice from, because Jesus Christ, what am I doing? I'm over here door dashing every single day, struggling to pay a bill. Um, <coughs> we're going to get out of that hole one day. <laughs> I'm so weak. One day. No, you know what? We're going to get out of that hole tomorrow. Um, and what is that hole? Welcome to the hole. So I guess you guys have noticed there hasn't been any gym journeys episodes. And so this is the first one in about, I would say, a month. Uh, now, like I said, getting used to this new habitat, environment, people around me, house. Um, I never live in South City. It's fucking loud. There's a lot of gunshots. There's a lot of noises. Um, but I've I've lived to where there is. You know what I mean? There, there still is. Um gun all right sorry about that guys um yeah for some reason this fucking app just crashed on me so i so for some reason right all everything has a reason um so for some <laughs> for some of that um i try to turn down the volume and the lo-fi music and it stopped the recording and then i re-recorded or i like you know did another recording and it just stopped I was like, what the fuck? Anyways, 
So what is this hole? What the, what is this hole that I am in? You know what I mean? Because um, I always like to figure these. Uh, I always like to take these uh, podcasts as uh, almost um, diaries. You know what I mean? Like dare I say diary as a man? Will I get uh, castrated, chastised, uh, critiqued for it? A lot of c words. Um. No, no, no. Um. There's just. You know what I mean? So you guys know there's not been a gym journeys in a minute. So clearly I haven't been going to the gym. <coughs> and when I was on the journey to cutting, you know, the holidays rolled around, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all excuses, all excuses. There's people that can keep it down year round. They don't eat a lot. I love food. <laughs> I'm so I love food. And so this whole time here at the crib, I've been telling the roommates, like, I know what I'm doing to myself. I know what I'm doing to myself. And I'm, I'm weighed myself and I'm 230. Uh, and so I knew I was 230 because as soon as I'm 225, my tits don't poke out of my shirt as much. I'm so weak. It's like, I know when I'm hitting 230 and getting overweight is when even the fucking extra large shirts, uh, you know, even when the extra large shirts are, uh, the titties are popping out. It feels comfortable in the gut, but the titties are popping out. That's when, ah, uh, fuck, cutting time. It's fucking cutting time. Now, girls love man tits, but not boobs. Like, they love a, a muscular, chiseled man tit. You know what I mean? But, but man, you know, boobs, chichis, listen, I don't care who the fuck you are, what female you are, you are not going to tell me. You are enjoying sucking those nipples if he's into it, me. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> literally, like, I just look in the mirror and I'm like, dude, like, it all just goes to my tits first. You know, back fat's not even a fucking thing to worry about. You know, I want it more in my ass. And every single girl I'm with, every single friend, uh, girlfriend that, you know, I have an ass. And so I don't need it in my ass. But for some reason... I'd much rather have it in my ass rather than my tits, bro. I'm no female. You know, I know some females that can use some fucking fat in their tits, bro. Get my jeans real quick. Let me get your uh, C35 jean. Um, <laughs> so that was a, that's another thing <clears throat> I'm going to mention in the podcast is what I've been listening to on Joe Rogan. Um, there was this one guy who came in. At least I listened to him overnight. And then I woke up and Jordan was on. And then I just revisited uh, the podcast. <clears throat> and so that's what I kind of like to do. I like to absorb information subconsciously. So whenever I am asleep, there's still sound around. And so I think in a theory, theoretical, theoretically wise, right? This is a theory that even if you are asleep, you're, you're still absorbing information. Um, you're still absorbing information. And so for some reason... Um, I have a theory that whenever I go to sleep and I put on a podcast, a, a po comedy podcast, a, um, a, f a f philosophical, uh, philosophy, uh, philosophical, sorry, philosophical podcast or a stoic podcast or even a, um, a regular podcast, you know, like this one I'm talking about, about the whole pharmaceutical industry and how much it's really, really, you know, in favor of not even the practice itself, more of just prescribing medication, you know, and there was so much facts, so much 
uh, references. So much, like this guy is in the trenches. He is part of the system. But of course, just like any system, they're like all cops aren't bad, you know? Like my cousin is in the system, but she gives a fuck that I smoke in front of her. You know what I mean? And so um, before I get into what basically he was talking about, because you guys can definitely go on the Joe Rogan podcast and uh, check it out. Um, I'm not, I forgot his name. <clears throat> I'll be honest, but it's, if, if I'm dating this correctly, it's basically the 26th of um, December, 2023. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, the latest episode on the cast of the Joe Rosen, Rogan experience. And let me tell you, it's quite an experience. And so I haven't been going to the gym, you know, I've been slacking, finally went today. So this is episode motherfucking like 12. I don't know. <laughs> um, go went good. It was all cardio. It was all cardio and I feel amazing. Maybe the pre-workout that I took because it's non-stimulant um, as in no beta alanine and no caffeine. And so... I, uh, I have beta alanine on the side now, but I still have a pre-workout that has plenty of it um, and caffeine. <sighs> but yeah, I definitely noticed that after a, a good workout, um, if I'm not dashing, and I was dashing right after I got out of the workout, and it wasn't that busy. Oh, what the fuck? Tell me why. Actually, you know, there was. <laughs> it was for some reason, it was kind of busy. Um it was busy on my end. I'm like, you know, I used to be a manager. I used to have, have customer service. You know what I mean? And so, literally, literally, I can't. I, I cannot bring myself to leave a store without properly doing my job. A.K.A. some people could, you know, if so we pull, I, I pull up. Um, I've been dashing with Daphne lately. And so, it's we. As of late, but you know, solo dolo, I, um, and so I was dashing and, you know, was waiting in there for, a, uh, for a minute. Nobody helped me. And then this girl picks up the phone, tosses it to her manager, doesn't even fucking acknowledge me. And then I just turn my phone to her and go like, yo, oh, hey. So it's either a, like these kids nowadays, cause I'm seeing this a lot. These kids nowadays have tunnel vision and the peripheral vision is non-existence after kids in the 2000s i think peripheral vision is something that only a a percentage of fucking i thought every human had peripheral vision i thought every fucking human has periphery and so if that's the case then she was just ignoring me and all these kids nowadays love to ignore anybody that doesn't actually like come up to them and say yo you know what i mean even though it's their job to help the customer that's in fucking front of you, you know, get your social skills up, Jesus, fuck, um, you're at work, like, you're at work, it's not like you're, you know, at the dog park with your fucking dog, and, you know, there's people around you, and you get that anxiety feeling of, oh, is he gonna come up, is his dog gonna bite mine, or, or, you know, all this other feeling, all this mumbo-jumbo, you know, mystic crap, you know, that you just overthink, (laughs) It's it's a product of overthinking, um, and so some, I feel, I really do feel like some people could use some weed because with this opioid epidemic, these kids nowadays are just like alcohol, you know, fetal alcohol syndrome or some shit like that. Or like they always say, don't smoke when you're pregnant yet. The babies always come out silent. 
oh, maybe I should smoke. But then again, you always have, you, not always, for the longest time, back to painkillers, um, you know, you have these women taking opioids throughout their duration of pregnancies or even the, just the duration of their, you know, let's say they're saturated, they saturate their body with oxycodone, Valium, um, Xanax, anything like that, right? They, these women, these men, mostly women, I feel, are taking more of these opioids. Um, men, I, in my opinion, right? Just as my opinion. This is what I've seen. I haven't done any research. This is a podcast with a, a fucking uh, guy with a dirty mouth. Um, and so I'm just thinking, right, that a lot of women tend to do more opioids than men. Men t- tend to go for the, uh, like the smokables or the injectables, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's just what I see. And so you cannot tell me that that's not going to have side effects on a kid. You can't tell me that after we understood that that oxycodone is basically meth on a little bit of less of steroids than actual meth. You can't tell me that the same doctor that tells the fucking pregnant woman or even the girl that's curious about getting pregnant or even is like on their first month, right? First month in, she's curious. Can I still take Zans? Can I, it's gonna be probably, you know, not good for your baby. You know, I'm pretty sure there's stuff like, like medical doctors actually say, you know, you should probably shouldn't take um, any pills. You know what I mean? But that's when you're pregnant. So what if before, now your body's saturated with the opioid of your choosing, does that affect your body and the baby internally? Because we also, I also just learned that the baby does as much for the mom as much as the mom does for the baby, consumption-wise, um, you know, taking it easy, plenty of exercise. When I mean taking it easy and plenty of exercise, do your walks, you know, ladies, do your uh, squats maybe, I don't know, don't stop exercising. But um, taking it easy as in lighten up the load, but never stop. You know what I mean? Lighten it up, but never stop. And this is coming from a fat ass motherfucker. I'm no woman. I'm not here to tell women what to do, right? It's just a suggestion, maybe. But um, yeah, so the baby actually does a lot for the mom as much as the mom does for the baby. And so... Taking that in consideration, what if the mom just got off all these hard drugs and is now pregnant, right? And so now she's an addict. She's going to have to stop for nine months. Let's say she stops for nine months. Baby comes out. The baby is cool. Is it though? Because you were using prior. You weren't using during. But there has to be a correlation between prior uh, pregnancy. You know what I mean? They're like your your body is saturated with with literal drugs. <clears throat> you know? 
And so I'm just saying that might be a percentage of causes of causation of these fucking kids going mad and having these outbursts. And, you know, is it a correlation to causation? I'm not sure. Or is it because of, yeah, like this new thing that we found, this social media, like, is that the number one cause? Or can we blame a little bit of biology as well? A little like play the devil's advocate, you know, is it all this, the 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 games the the lights the RGB colors the frequencies you know all the tick, 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 that shit coming at you at like many different hertz you know what I mean like is it that or is it you you know what I mean like did you take all these drugs prior to having this kid and so maybe that's a causation and so if you kind of reverse back you know kind of um, backtrack. So if you, if that is the case, why isn't there research on what imbalance does that kid have that now we found that when the mother was prior to getting pregnant, she was a partier, a raver, uh, she did MDMA, ecstasy, um, Valium, Xanax, all the above, all the above, shrooms, you name it. And then she got prego. You're telling me that's not going to affect the kid? You know what I mean? And even if she stops, you know what I mean? Like, does she stop? Because we're not with people 24-7. <clears throat> we're really not. And can you really stop an addict? You know? And it's like... So, back to going where... It's like going back to homeostasis. The the state of when your body is 100% at its uh, max efficiency. Um, and so this is the cool part about all this research and studies is that we're getting to a point of literal rejuvenation you know how reptiles regrow their limbs and all that stuff we're getting there slowly but surely and we are almost there with these uh this new thing called peptides and um stem cell therapy Uh, i'm sure you guys heard of it if you're an athlete i'm sure your doctor doesn't want you to get on it because he thinks it's fucking uh, pseudoscience. Uh, but reality-wise, he's making bank off you. Like, it's just it's just facts, you know? Why would I want to sell you Reggie if you're always constantly getting the good stuff? You know, I'm just going to tell you all I have is the good stuff. I'm not going to tell you I have some cheaper shit because you're clearly affording it. You know what I mean? And so... That's anybody. So don't look at a doctor as the heaven or like a god or like an angel sent from above to here to be here and give you this pill that's going to magically dissipate everything, you know, because that's a pill. You did this to yourself. Why not do the research and, and reverse it? Why not go to these clinics? So this is the guy that was on the Joe Rogan podcast. He runs a clinic. <clears throat> he gets pharmaceuticals he gets all what pharma does right whatever cvs gets he gets right but this is the good one this is the robin hood basically is that before he even prescribes you a fucking drug he will go through every single for twelve hundred dollars right because this is not so this is the other thing um is insurance how big insurance in america is so vapid greedy and disheartening because they want you to be on their plan so it's not even health insurance it's sick and it's sick insurance like it's it's um 
maintaining sick status, if you will. You know, like they don't want you to get better because then you're going to drop the health insurance, you know. Um, that's why you pay more when you're when you literally say that you smoke instead of literally going like, I don't know, maybe this could be a benefit going like, have you thought about not smoking? And this would, you know, extend your life, lower your health premium and you know, less trips to the hospital, dare I say, knock on wood, right? And so before they prescribe any any pills to you, any pills, they'll go. And these are the people that want to, and right, it's not, it's like, it's crazy how it's been so embedded in our minds, this uh, pharmaceuticals, how if it's not a pill, it's an alternative. But really, it's the main it's the main, it's the main bag, you know, it's like the main thing that you probably should be doing before even going to a old ass 60, 70, 80 year old physician that hasn't read up on any new thing because his arrogance has been writing all these, you know, pills and it's funding his college, his fucking son's college fund, you know, his daughter's uh, college fund, their family trips, you know, it's funding all these things. And so they don't want to literally give you all these other tests and i can go through the tests and all that but i highly recommend going on the podcast and checking it out um but yeah uh so another thing that he mentioned is that he was uh he got a call from somebody who talked to a ceo of a big pharmaceutical company and the ceo literally said i don't give a shit if this joint lasts for 90 days as long as it lasts for 90 days and it's the cheapest i don't care so it's not about so this is a ceo literally wanting money over actual patient like rejuvenation patient what's a better word um patient patient care you know it's like it's so crazy that for the early thousands, we thought we had it figured out. And then all this stuff comes in fruition in the 20s. You know, how much stuff in the 10s that they were doing with Big Pharma on Xanax, you know, the Xanpocalypse. Like, we're still getting research on that. And I think it's still going. It's probably decreased. But what's crazier is that oxycodone has been in the market since the 80s or like the 90s it was something it's called it was called something else since the 90s so it took itself 30 years that's that one drug that um that purdue pharma produced gave 30 years of hardships addicts pain relief you know in a way but you could have just gone to a dealer and got meth if you really wanted it or heroin right 30 years, but Xanax has been on the market for quite a bit. And for some reason, it spiked up in 2016, all the way to 2018, 20, I mean, 2020, 2019, really like COVID just kind of like people were dying off in 2019, 2018 from Xanax and just dying off. But this COVID thing kind of really made a population control. You know, if you really wanted to get into that theory and that that little rabbit hole. Um, So, uh, yeah, population control. 
And so the, the big one thing, the big thing of, from all this is just control of, of the patient, you know? They don't want you to get fully better. They don't want to ask you the questions because they only have a certain amount of time with you and they do their best. Some physicians are actually doing what they're trained to do. They're giving you what's in their toolbox, right? So you can't blame them sometimes. But if they are an arrogant physician and you request a couple of exams, a couple of tests that will ultimately probably get you off a certain opioid that that doctor is prescribing you he will and he's arrogant about it. like he just like you don't you don't know what you're talking i'm a doctor i went if he starts doing that dude like there's some doctors i'm pretty sure um that that have that mentality of like he doesn't know what he's talking you don't know what you're talking about. even though like i said this could be a 40 50 year old geezer that hasn't read up on any new information or read reads up on only the articles that he gets fed from big pharma and obviously big pharma is the government so what does that mean why is the government so bad or why is farm big pharma so bad and why is this little clinic that's also pharma so good like i said it's that big word alternative it's not alternative it's the main thing what we've been taught to for so long about pills and you need a pill and you need a pill could just have been an imbalance in your <clears throat> what fucking people like these psychedelic dweebs fucking like to call chakras no dude what if it's just an imbalance in your fucking system in your biology in your science-based fucking organ that you walk around every day you know what if there's an imbalance what if you're eating something you're not supposed to what if you thought you were not allergic to something and you actually are eating that in such a small quantity that it stacks up to a lot and now you have pimples? What, right? <clears throat> These are the what ifs that not a lot of people think because they don't have time. Nine of fivers wake up, eat breakfast. They're thinking about what they're about to do today, how they're going to take on the world. They go to work, they get out, and what do they think about when they get off of work? They're thinking about the next day. They're thinking about what they're going to do and on their leisure time at home. They're not, a lot of people aren't doing this extra research, you know? Like, Joe Rogan only gets hundreds of, <clears throat> no, yeah, hundreds of millions of downloads every day, right? Because it's not just YouTube. It's Spotify's. It's pretty. It's it's worldwide, and we have billions of people in the world. So he gets hundreds of millions of downloads. Now, I wish the majority was, you know, in America because this podcast opened my fucking eyes, bro. Like a lot of these doctors, like my parents wanted us to be doctors, but. And that's just because in the game of life, it said right there, oh, <clears throat> balance, $100,000. How much does the doctor pay on Google? $90,000. <clears> but then you look and it's like, wait a minute, that house costs 200000 and blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute, they have to be making more. Yeah, they're making more. Fucking rebates. Fucking rebates. 65% of a fucking oncologist, a person, a doctor that studies cancer and is supposed to have their, their job is supposed to eliminate that cancer cell from you that's the laundry sorry guys let me let it let it just 
online for a bit. Anyways, an oncologist is supposed to exterminate that fucking cancer. Well, 65% of his fucking salary comes from treating it. Comes from giving you pills, chemotherapy, radar, like radiation. That's where he gets paid. 65%. 65, not even 50, not 40, 65%. More than 50% of the time, if you are diagnosed with cancer, cancer, get an oncologist that cares, it's gonna do his job and doesn't care about the money, rebates, or even any of that shit because it is ridiculous how finding out that information is just ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous, 65%. You know, it's like it's, they don't make their money off because the hospital pays them. Sure, they get a check, but then they're running their own sort of hustle, you know, because the number one tier drug is giving them the, the best amount of rebates. The number four tier drug that he's listed could be number one on a quote unquote, I hate using alternative. Because then it kind of backtracks everything that I've been saying about this. Because it's the number one thing you should be doing. Is doing all these medical exams on yourself from EEG scans for your brain. Um, blood work. Um, DEXA scans. That way we know how much muscle to fat ratio you are. And if your body does not want to support a lot of that weight, it's going to start shutting down and it's going to tell you, it's going to let you know your knees are going to give it like, that's the crazier part is listen to your body. You know what I mean? And that's in a predicament I'm in where I like, I listen to my body and I know a little thing or two, but I don't have the funds to go and get these exams. $1,200. Who has $1,200? You know what I mean? But, but, you know, slowly but surely these tests that are now should, they've been, they've been around for a hundred years. You know, a lot of these tests have been around for a hundred years and it just sucks that the majority of the population are getting fed lies, deception, and opioids with a silver spoon by a physician. And so having said that, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I said, I'm just a lunk with a potty mouth, but it was a pretty damn good, interesting podcast. Um, and yeah, you know, I've been like my back, like for some reason, like this is where I, I want um, stem cell therapy, go to Mexico for my ankle and my back. For some reason, I think my back's fucked, but my ankle's really fucked. I feel like it's just hanging on cartilage at this point. You know, like once every four months now, it used to be once a month, once every four months, just twist my fucking ankle. Oh God, I think I was doing a delivery and uh, I went around the car and I twisted my ankle. Every time I twist my ankle, I fall. I just go straight down. I go straight the fuck down and start clinching it. I swear to God. Like, I just let gravity do its work. Because anytime I, like, twist it, I used to, like, you know... I don't know. I feel like I feel like if I kind of, like... If I twist it and I just bend towards that way, that, you know, oh, fuck, you know, I'm bending that way. And then I come back up, I'm still applying weight. 
but if I fall altogether, there's no weight going to that area, and so it kind of springs back into a the the form, you know. But if I feel like if I just bend and you know just keep walking, I feel like I, I feel like I'm now I'm telling my body to leave it that way, you know. I don't know, but maybe I'm just dramatic as well. Anyways, guys, that's all for a solo dolo podcast. I really have nothing to fucking say. It's been a pretty damn good day. Knock on wood. Hopefully tomorrow is better. And hopefully I am back in the gym doing gym journeys just for you guys uh, on the podcast and document everything next year. 2024. Don't forget. uh, Hopefully and fingers crossed are the YouTube Wake Up Wednesday YouTube channel is going to have some more fucking videos, guys, just for you guys. It's been a minute since I've put up any videos of the Wake Up Wednesday podcast, but you guys, I'm sure you guys want to see my face. I don't know. But also, don't be afraid to go to the Top Spawn Events Facebook page and, of course, visit the December 31st Glow Event uh, where you can get your tickets via Skin Deep Productions or Top Spawn Events, or doors are going to be opening at 5 p.m. all the way till 5 a.m. Come in uh, and just have some fun, have a blast for the New Year's Eve, you know, getting rid of 2023 with a fucking bang, you know what I mean? Don't bring, no guns, no guns, no guns, all right, anyways, guys, have a be a beautiful day. And I'll ABC you on the next one on the Wake Up Wednesday weekend podcast special. Deuces.